everybody. Welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is, oh my gosh, October 21st, 2020. This is episode 39. I am Sarah and I am here with Tyler. How are you? Pretty good, thanks. Uh, what is on the docket tonight, sir? Well, I, as I think I promised last week, I do have a bit of a gaming related topic to discuss. Well, it'll be the first, I guess, part of a multi-series topic on video games but uh before we get into that we'll do our usual intro stuff what are we up to what are we watching what are we playing failed at ghibli again we did <laughs> yeah i know i thought about watching one on the weekend but uh I, I think the one we're supposed to watch next is only like 70 minutes long or something so it's just yeah like, we keep just not doing it well you can watch in like playoffs and stuff though and... yeah i mean well yeah baseball playoffs now with the world series starting and stuff but we we will go back to our promise it's on my i have i have the next like four or five ghibli films like on my watch list on Netflix, so mm. I have already kind of queued up. So we will get to those soon, I promise. Um, I did watch a, a Netflix movie last, yeah, last Saturday, I think. I think so. Yeah, it came out Friday. I think I watched it on Saturday. It was a new one called the uh, The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Really, really good film. I'm not going to get into it right now because I kind of want you to watch it with me in, in the future. Well, yeah, I want you to watch it with me too, so we have our own impressions on it. But I'll just say, yeah, it's. I was already interested in these. Uh, like when I saw the trailer for this a few months ago, it is an, well, I shouldn't say it's a Netflix original. I think it was supposed to be in theaters, but then obviously because of COVID, they just kind of put it on Netflix. But uh, it's got it's got a huge cast, great cast, great uh, writer uh, behind it. So, you know, like the, I knew what to expect going in. I was still blown away by it. It's, I love courtroom drama kind of films, but I also love the way this one was, this one was edited so well. The music, which was used sparingly, was done really well. Like I said, I'm not going to get into specifics right now. I'll just say, go watch it for sure on Netflix. I think you'll be really, I think you'll, even if the subject material doesn't grab you, it's based on a true story. Something happened back in the '60s in the U.S., um, but uh, it's really interesting. And I think, I think, no matter what you're, what you're looking to get out of it, you'll be entertained by it one way or another. I think so. Okay, soon. Yeah, just as soon as Ghibli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've been playing some more stuff recently. Uh, yeah. Well, I've been doing the normal, like the Fall Guys and the Animal yeah. Crossings. And well, lovely up to the Fall Guys now. You must be getting up there in the XP level. I'm almost level 30. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, then I realized I still got many months. Well, not many months. I think they said the seasons are going to be two months long, yeah. which makes sense. So. Now it drives you nuts not getting some of the outfits you want, though. Oh, my gosh. Even though they put out an update that said that there would be less name plates and, and um, I don't know, tags, I would mm. maybe call them, in the store. I still get those every day. <laughs> I have not gotten an outfit in a while. And everybody else got wizard costumes, and I have not seen it once. So I am still perturbed about that. But I've also been playing a new game that I bought in September. <laughs> but uh, it is 13 Sentinels. Haggis Rim? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, that one. Uh, it is great. The story is gripping. Like It's one of those uh, games where you have to pay attention to the story. Because every couple hours there's like um, something is mentioned and you're like, I have to think about the whole game again, start from finish to be like, what? I missed something. Well, who said this back in the day? Like it is it is a time traveling mech game, I'd call it. But you can do it in parts. Like it's interesting because they put it in parts of um, it's like a visual novel. Which is all English voice acted. Wonderful. Mm. Love it. Thank you. Like as much voice acting as Fire Emblem? As much. Okay. Yeah. Like everything is voice acted. Um, Voice acted well? Yeah. No, it's (laughs) great. Um, And there's a totally separate part, but it's it's still integral to the game, is the battling. 
So like I will do it in chunks. Like I will do a whole bunch of story stuff and then w- they do block you off eventually on the story stuff. So I've gotten to the point where I have done all the story stuff possible. Now I have to go battle. But you could do it interchangeably. Like you can do some story stuff and some battling, some story and then battling. Like you can play it kind of how you want. Um, but I am really gripped by the story so far. Like every couple hours it's like, oh, oh shoot. I remember this scene in the beginning and now I'm thinking about it differently. It's like, oh boy. So I, you really got to pay attention. And I'm so bad with names. And these names are all in Japanese pretty much. And it's like, oh, I should have wrote these names down. <laughs> because I am forgetting a lot of people. So that's probably my only regret. But yes, it is so far wonderful. But we also finished the game. We finished Danganronpa 3. We did. V3. I'm sorry. I, before we get to that, I just want to ask you a question. Oh, about sure, of course. Because um, when I watched some YouTube videos and then quick look stuff on it I, the one thing that kind of threw me off a bit or maybe i something that be easier to understand once you get once you're playing it as opposed to watching it was like the battle system yeah it's i heard that it ramps up later but right now i pretty much you bring your six sentinels you choose in the battle and i pretty much just aim and shoot so far it just looked like a lot of busy work. Like the UI seemed really messy. And I maybe get used to it, but yeah, yeah, like I, I haven't gotten much into upgrading the people. I just kind of pick my six favorites. I, you kind of got to switch them up because they will go into like this overload, this brain overload, and they won't be able to fight the next battle. So you kind of got to switch up your scent, your the people you pick all the time. So I just pick six people. I bring them out. There's like four options. I think it's like attack, move, defend, or eject kind of thing. So your your sentinels can heal. Um, but then you're vulnerable because you're outside your sentinel, your mech. Um, but really, then you, in your attack, you got a few options. Your move, you just move. Like, it's it's really simple. The upgrades are once you look at them, it's like, oh yeah, I get it. And they show you a picture of what each upgrade does, kind of thing. Like they'll give you a short video and stuff like that. So yeah. And this um, this is a full price game, or yes, it was. Please it, support it. Is it is it only available digitally, or is there physical? Oh, no, as well? it's physical okay. too. Yep. But you got it digitally, of right? Of course I okay. did. Well, I mean, of course. You buy some physical. Like, well, not PlayStation because it's taxes. Should, should we, should we, before we get the Danganronpa, should we, because I don't want to forget otherwise, should we briefly mention what I started playing? <laughs> you... Oh, because of a <laughs> reset era thread that you yeah. read? You go right ahead. Uh, I can't remember the exact title. Like the, or maybe I do. Uh, it's East, like spelled yeah. Y-S. So yeah. East 8. I think it's called Black Ramona of Dana or something. Does that sound right? Yeah. Like that. But, uh, yeah, like I said, reading, reading a, a forum thread about this game, it seemed very divisive, but the positive impressions seemed to really interest me. So I tried it out. I mean, serious probably right. Who knows if I'm going to stick with it. I want to stick with it, but you know my track record on non-microtransaction-ish like, games. <laughs> That's a horrible way to play. I don't know how to... Well, no, because I, I'm trying to think of another example for a game that has like a, a battle pass or a season yes. pass inning type, you know, baseball game type thing. This is very much obviously a linear RPG, although I think it's a long one. It's, it's 40 not, hours. That's not long. Yeah, well, Have you played Persona 5? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I like the battle system. I mean, obviously, I'm only about three or four hours in, but um, battle system seems really cool. Like, I, I, I'm sure they could probably build on it. Um, yeah, I really like the uh, the writing's good so far. It's nothing I'm like rolling my eyes at. The voice acting's fine. Um, music? Music's really, music's really good. I think the music is a highlight so far, and I've heard there's some some real bangers in that soundtrack. Bangers! Oh my gosh, you used the word. Song's gonna slap. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm, I'm intrigued so far. I am. I really want to keep going on it and see. I know people have said it. If it people, some people I think fall off in the first ten hours or so. Mm. So if you can kind of get through that little climb that hill, then you get to the the next part of the game. It sounds really like it really picks up. So I'll, I'll just play an hour here and there. Stick with it. 
the story doesn't seem too hard to follow right now. Mm-hmm. So like it's something I, I can drop and get back into. So, but uh, yeah, let's well, let's talk about Danganronpa then because we did finish number three. I don't on know Friday. what you could really say about it though. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to really get too much into spoilers because for people that haven't experienced it yet, they really should go in going fresh. But um, I mean, you and I discussed the trilogy. I guess you want to put it that way. The other day, the, the three main games we discussed the other day, we kind of, we sort of ranked them, and we we both agreed two was the, the bottom worst. Yeah. yeah, but I I think I said one three two. Is that, is that your ranking as well? Or I yeah, I couldn't decide between one and three because mm. three I I loved probably the characters the most. I like I thought it was the most well rounded character wise. Um and I but I think the trials were easier. And I think um it wrapped up pretty decently. But one just had this like newness to it and like discovery mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed also. That I might put it number one just because it was just such an eye-opener series. I think I characters in one better overall. Yeah, they're great too, but it, there were some duds in there. Yeah, every, I don't every think, game has some duds. I don't know. So. I wouldn't call anybody in this one a dud. In three? Except for a degenerate male girl. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty one note. But, uh, <laughs> what, what, what was the name of the, the main girl that won? Purple-haired girl, number one. Remember her name? Purple? Uh, wasn't it? Oh, you mean Kyoko? The detective? Was it, was it Kyoko? Are you talking about the detective? Getting back to the topic. Dangor was good. I'm very happy we finished all three of the games. It was a good experience. I do kind of want to move on to a different type of... So we're not doing Ace Attorney next then? No, no. no I'll, That's I, not I, a different type. I think, well, I think it's different enough. Like It's like the same thing. We poke around. We find evidence. We come well, there's back. Like, there's like trials. I know. I, oh, <laughs> I'm certainly sure <laughs> you just used. <laughs> but I think those are more like one-on-one trials. You don't have this whole... One-on-one. Like isn't it just Ace like, interrogating somebody on the stand like a traditional courtroom trial kind of thing? Isn't well, that it's what? kind of what the, we do to other people also, just no, in a circular going in a circle with the yeah, pattern. Anyways, <laughs> it's the exact same game, but just with different with a courtroom. Sure, we'll do Ace Attorney next. Okay, so the exact same game. Fine. Um, I don't know much to say about my like I'm like I not much to say about MLB really. Um, Apex. Uh, interestingly enough, I saw this on Reddit today, so I think the new season. The current season is supposed to be it's supposed to be up in 19 days as of last night, but then someone said when they went on today, it the timer now shows like 14 days, and someone's like, "Is that a typo, or did they like just move it up all of a sudden?" And apparently, I don't think they've officially come out and said it, but someone did some data mining and said that yeah, it looks like they are moving it up. I'm not sure why they moved it up four or five days, but I guess it really annoyed some people because you know if they were if they had, they had a pl- plan if out. they had a plan like oh I'm gonna get two levels a day yeah. and get up to and now like oh man I gotta like really go hard for the next two weeks for me I'm okay because I'm already at 102. Well, good thing somebody noticed so, though. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious why they moved it up though. Um, who knows? But anyways, maybe for like a Switch launch that they're planning. Maybe it's like uh, getting announced at like a a Nintendo Direct that's gonna happen on a certain day or something. I don't know. Who knows? That's my guess. But. Uh, I was gonna say, oh, I showed you the trailer the other day. They're bringing back the Halloween event from last year. The fight. well, it's a little different. You said it's the well, same thing, and then I was very confused. It's pretty much the same thing. No, it's the first one was singles, solos. Sorry. Yeah, well, this time, yeah, this time it's shadow squads. Yes. So now when you die, and the, the reason why they're trying to treat people this time, the main problem that they had last time when people became a shadow, most people didn't want to stick around. They just quit and go play something else because being a shadow was not redundant, but like. It was harder, and obviously, like it wasn't like, for people that just want to actually run around and shoot instead of just like clawing things. It's mm. not the same type of gameplay, right? But this time, they kind of made it more intriguing because now, like shadows can wall run, kind of like in Titanfall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the movement system is very different. 
Um, which again might be like a nice little gimmick for a few days so people get tired of it again. But people are hoping that because that now this is sort of in the game that maybe there'll be like another legend in the future that will have wall running almost like a Titanfall yeah, pilot. I can see that for sure. Um, that'd be pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, there's I'm, I'm using air quotes here. There's new skins, but really they're mm, just reskin rehash. colors of last year's. So I'm not gonna really buy. I'm not going all in and. Like, it's funny, I saw some people on, on Reddit when, they, when this trailer came out commenting, like, oh, man, I wish I had blown all my money on the last event uh, skins. And I'm like, really? I don't really think this one looks that. I mean, I, I guess if you didn't get the Halloween skins last year, these are pretty cool. But if you had them last year, these are just reskin colors. That's all. So You can be one of those cool kids with the retro Halloween costumes now. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I don't know much else to say about gaming or movies, so I guess we can just go to the main event. Which is? So, I wanted to do sort of a introspective breakdown on so each i'm not saying we're going to do one every podcast like every week we're going to just like automatically, the rest of our lives right but we'll every maybe other week we'll try and weave in one of these topics as a consistent series but for so i'm going to start off with just like looking at reviewing a specific system like a video game system that came out we're, we're going to talk about you know the impact it had our personal impressions on it and what our experiences are with it and maybe some of the games that are sort of like associated with that system so i'm not going to start chronologically here i'm not going to go like i'm not going all the way back to the atari days i'm not going with like nes which would have been like technically my first console but i'm going to i'm going to start off so i'm not really going in chronological That's order fine. is what i'm saying here but for some reason the one that stood out to me and i was trying to think say what do i want to talk about something that that i don't know a lot about so i wanted to research a bit more or else something i still have memories of from okay. being a kid is the original game boy First handheld. I mean, our, my first handheld, not the first handheld on the market. There was other ones at the time, but this was the first one that had like the biggest impact. On I handhelds. never owned a Game Boy. You never owned a Game Boy. No, my first like one the original color. Game Boy. I mean, no, you, never, I you never had the big brick. You nope. never had the okay. First one with color. You remember what year it came out in? Or if you had to guess, what Ooh, year do you think? Eighty-eight. I'm gonna say eighty-seven. Eighty-nine. Shoot. So, should I have some stats here. Let's see. Yeah, it came out in Japan April twenty-first, nineteen eighty-nine. Three months later in North America, and then a year later in Three Europe. Three months. That's it. That's pretty yeah. decent for back then. So, what's your freaking? You I mean, you can probably visualize it, right? Oh yeah, no. You, you know what it looks like, right? You For got sure. the, You just got your. It's basically like an NES controller. You got your A B buttons. You got your select start. You got your D pad, power bar or power switch on the side, volume control. Your gray color it. that will disintegrate to yellow yeah. over time. Yeah, exactly. A wonderfully green screen. It is not black backlit. What do you think it retailed for at the time back in nineteen eighty nine? In, in US bucks? Yeah, we we'll use US. Yeah. Uh, three hundred. Eighty nine ninety nine. No, it did not. Mind you, that's the eighties. So for inflation, oh, inflation, it might be a couple hundred now. But wow, still impressed. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and interestingly enough, too, I, I uh, so like I said, it came out nineteen eighty nine. It wasn't officially discontinued until two thousand three. No, they're still making them Whoa, up to all three. That's yeah. a long time. They don't it even was, make DSs anymore. It was after they kept making them, even two years after the Game Boy Advance came out. No one. So wow. I guess there's still demand for it. I don't, I don't know, but wow. And uh, so worldwide, it sold about 118.6 million units. Uh, that includes all variations of Game Boys. There was other models, like there's a Game Boy Pocket, a Game Boy Light, Game Boy Color. Those all, but it was all bundled into the worldwide sales number. But OG Game Boy had most of those. Um, remember, how, remember how many batteries it took? Or, was it three doubles? Four double A's. Four. Yeah. And the best-selling game. What do you think it would have been? Um, the span of the consoles. Like, I guess Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon Red and Blue, yeah. 31 million units, which and no green. <laughs> so, um, let's see. So at, at launch, um, obviously it was either sold as a standalone unit or it was bundled with uh, a game, usually being Super Mario Land or Tetris, yes. the two most common. Um, I was, I'm also going to get into this later, but there was also several accessories developed for it. 
uh, including the Game Boy printer, which was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get into that. But this statistic here says that despite being technologically inferior to its other competitors, such as the Sega Game Gear, the Atari Lynx, and the NEC's Turbo Express, the Game Boy received praise for its battery life and durability in construction. <laughs> that thing was a brick, for sure. Uh, I think they said that four double A's usually got you around 15 hours of gameplay. Okay. Yeah, so like I said, it, uh, there was other redesigns that sort of came out during lifespan. Uh, the Game Boy Pocket came out in 1996. Uh, the Game Boy Light in 1998. Now, that was Japanese only. There was no North American right. launch for that one. But uh, That's still a while down the line. Like, yeah. That was quite a bit, t- nine, nine years after? Yeah, there was uh, so obviously it had a uh, you know a, a little a DC power supply jack that allowed users to use an external rechargeable battery pack or an AC adapter instead of batteries. Huh, so there was that option that. back then. Yeah, it had a 3.5 millimeter stereo headphone jack on the bottom of the unit. So you could also Cute, use headphones. Um, the right side of the device had a port which allowed a user to connect to another Game Boy system via a link cable. Yeah, provided both users are playing games as a port connecting to each other. This is ahead of its time. Yeah, seriously. Um, and, it, and then the port can also could also be used to connect a Game Boy printer. Um, now I want to see what I'm trying to remember what games that was mostly. Oh man! Oh yeah, and it was designed to be used in conjunction with the Game Boy camera. Yeah. Uh, it the Game Boy printer needed six AA batteries. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, there was actually uh, quite a the number of games here that that used it. Um, okay, that's funny. I remember that. Yeah. So of course, obviously, with it being an old school printer back then, you needed to buy basically refill paper rolls. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, basically receipt paper jeez they were sold in the they were sold in the official nintendo eShop until 2007 jeez <laughs> i wonder if a lot of people just bought them as like collector's items exactly but, but it says even brand new sealed unopened official rolls degrade relatively quickly once opened if mm. if they were stored correctly and the seal didn't fail must be whatever chemicals on them yeah so the link cable going back to link for a second it was originally designed for players to play head-to-head two-player tetris. games such as tetris yeah However, the game uh, it was later later used as a method of communication and networking in the Pokemon series. Yep. Link, that you, Link that cable. You traded Pokemon yep. with your friends. Yep. And battle. Yeah. Yep. So the revisions. Let's see. I remember this one. So in ninety in ninety five, this might have been one of my no, I, I had no G game boy. I know I did, but I know I also got one of these when it came out back in ninety five. They released the in North America. They had an edition called the, I guess it was called the Play It Loud, transparent Game Boy. That was one. Oh yeah, you just like see clear the plastic. Yeah, clear through the thing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, so the in '96, uh, they released Nintendo released the Game Boy Pocket, which was a smaller, lighter unit that uh, used two AAA batteries. Wow! But unfortunately, that gave you ten hours of gameplay. I was so say. you a bit of a trade off, but but hopefully better optimized by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, it also had a, the Game Boy Pocket had a larger screen than the Game Boy Color. That later superseded it. So Game Boy Pocket with all your best visual. Although uh, this is a problem that was fixed in later versions, but just like the original Game Boy, the Game Boy Pocket also it did not have any backlight. Yes, so it's it very was hard. Awful. It was very hard to play in a dark Neither area. Did the color, yeah. awful, awful. Yeah. I bought that magnifier light thing like right away. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, so uh, at launch the. Game Boy had six launch titles, um, only two of them really recognizable, but there was something called Alleyway, which was like a breakout clone, baseball, tennis, uh, Yakuman, which was like a Mahjong game, and then obviously Tetris and Super Mario Land were the two big ones that pretty much every Game Boy owner had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, Tetris in particular being a system seller for a lot of, even for people I didn't really, like I remember even like my mom playing a Game Boy. And she never, really? Oh yeah, she liked Tetris, so and eventually Dr. Mario and stuff like that, you know, but... 
So like we mentioned, the original Game Boy didn't have a backlight, so it was very hard to play it. Like if you're trying to play in your in your bedroom at night with like a lamp or something, or you're trying to play in a car ride. Like yeah, I was gonna say car rides. I remember yeah. like nighttime car rides with the Game <laughs> you had, Boy Color. You had, like, you had to like you had to like lean forward to the right angle to see yeah. the picture, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> awful times. And then of course, and then when that little when the little uh, red battery light was blinking, like a battery's gonna die, the screen started going darker and darker. And you're like, yeah. oh, I can't see anything, yeah. and then it just goes off, and you hope you saved. <laughs> but. uh but definitely there was a lot of third parties that jumped up to build uh, lighting accessories for these yeah, things, whether it's something sure. that clipped on or, or um, we already kind of go over a lot of, a lot of specs here. But uh, yeah, the, the Game Boy for me, definitely a lot of memories. Like I said, any time I pretty much had to go somewhere in a car ride, that thing came with me. Um, just had to make sure you had a lot of double A's and on stock. I was going to say, yeah. what does your mom have to have a baggie of yeah, double A's with much. her? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I remember playing it like in my bedroom at night, just like laying in bed playing Game Boy for a bit or playing a car ride. Um, don't, I don't remember if I ever really took it to school with me. Like, I probably didn't get one until I was... How old I had been? I think I probably had one when I was, like, five or six. But, uh, yeah. And, and like I said, I, I didn't have a sibling at the time. I was the only child at that age, so I didn't really have to share with anybody other than my mom, I guess. <laughs> so, Did you play the Pokemons back then, too? Oh, yeah. No? Oh, yeah, I got it right. I think, well, Pokemon came out, what, 98, was it? Was it? Or 90... I don't want to look it up, but... Yeah, whenever Pokemon came out, I was like right on top of it. Like I, I hit the craze like a really kid did. I was I was all in on. I probably owned like red and blue and yellow and all those. Like just I remember trading with friends and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember other memories. Let me go back for a second and look at the. Oh, I know another one that I'm trying to think of games that I would have played on the original Game Boy. Definitely, Link's Awakening was a big one for me. DX. Yeah, DX. Yeah. Right. Apparently there was a th- there was one thousand and fifty six games released for the Game Boy. Jeez. Obviously some of those probably being Japan only, but still. Oh yeah. Okay, so we got like uh, I don't really remember playing the Donkey Kong Country on there too much. I did not. It mostly just, if it was if it came out of platforms, it's probably just mostly like Super Mario Land. I don't even think did they have when did Wario Land come out? Was there a Wario Land on the original Game Boy? Or is it later on in the like, Game Boy? I Advanced? think later on. No, but I, I don't know. I think they had. I don't know. Yeah, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening DX, Pokemon oh, yeah. games for sure. I'm sure there, I'm sure I played a lot of like there was a, lot, a whole ton of like Disney games back then. Like every movie oh, that I... came out basically had a Disney adaptation to go along with it. Like all right, you know, I find I'll look up here. I'll look up top ten Game Boy games here. Super Mario Land, Tetris, Super Mario Land Two, Six Golden Coins it was called. And I say there was a Mario Land came out in ninety four. There you go. Yeah, Link's Awakening was ninety three. I don't really think I don't remember playing a lot of Metroid Two. It probably was a big one at the time, but I don't think I was really into Metroid until like Super Metroid came out. That was my first big mm. one, I think, on Super Nintendo. Oh, how can I forget Kirby's Dreamland? Hey, see, I'm glad you looked yeah. at this list. Kirby's Dreamland was definitely a staple for me. I remember playing the heck out of that. Dr. Mario. Yeah, Pokemon Red and Blue was 96, so there we go. Hmm. When did the Game Boy Color come out, though? Game Boy Color? You know, in 98. At least in Japan. Maybe North America was a little later. No, it was the same year. 98 North America. Was I 10 when I got it? How were these crazy. things so cheap back then? It even says, like, so that, again, again, the last one was 89 when we talked about Game Boy. Game Boy Color came out in 98, and apparently it was US 69.99. Probably why I got one. Yeah. I don't, man, I gotta ask my mom. Because <laughs> I know I played the original Pokemons, and I know I got the Game Boy Color because of Pokemon Pinball. Like, right. I got the day that came out, and it's like, I was already into Pokemon. I have to, I, I guess my mom. There's a big feature about the Game Boy Color that um, it was kind of like groundbreaking at the time. It says the it was color. <laughs> well, that, but no. <laughs> well, also, the also nice thing too was that they made it backwards compatible with all existing Game Boy yeah. software, which was the first for a handheld system. So anybody who had a Game Boy already had a significant library to 
start out with, right? Yes. Yeah, even now, when we go like retro game shopping nowadays, we go to some of the few stores that are still open in our area. It's nice to look at the list of Game Boy games every now and then. Well, but it's, you can't buy them though, really, because those games have batteries inside mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, the cartridges. And most of the cartridges' batteries have died, and they you can either get them replaced or just they're worthless. So that's, I like there's so many games on retro handheld systems, even like Game Boy Advance. That's just like, it's not worth buying secondhand and getting it shipped to me because I don't know if it'll work. Right. So, like, all these games I'm hoping one day just end up on um, a virtual console somewhere. <laughs> so I would buy them up, all the ones I missed. So until then, it's like, uh, that game's just lost, pretty much. Like, I worry about the ones I currently own. It's like, those saves that I've worked so hard on <laughs> over the years are going to be gone one day. Yeah. You know, I mean... Uh... So again, I don't know. So I guess around the time I would have had a Game Boy in the early '90s, I would have at a point I would have already had an NES uh, for my home console. Obviously. Rich kid. We didn't. We weren't like the vacation type family. Like, and I kept, and again, I was the only child, so really, that's true. Uh, but I mean, it, yeah, it was it was exciting at the time. I remember I have a lot of good memories as a kid of playing the old Game Boy and, and like I said, even like the, the NES, like just you know. We look back at those games now. We think, obviously, oh, how, how basic. How how do we ever play stuff like that? Like, you know, but yeah, you gotta start somewhere. And that, that's that's how that's how video games were back then, right? You, they, they 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 laid the groundwork for what we now enjoy today. You take even putting aside graphics nowadays. I mean, everything's all about graphical power and processing power, and and how fast is this load? The and, higher numbers. Yeah, like something to be said for just nailing the get the gameplay right you get the gameplay right people always come back to it doesn't matter what it looks like i'll still go back and play super nintendo and ps2 games i don't care if they look bad because they feel good they're the you know it's well polished like i think that's what those games had to strive on back then though like if you didn't have the gameplay down well the thing back then too is those games were obviously much usually much shorter like if you think about like i'm pretty sure like the kirby's dream land the super mario land you could probably beat those like an hour if you knew the course most as well pokemon games aren't short it's almost like doing speed runs well no not the pokemon ones but i'm just saying most like even like even like link's awakening you know uh once you kind of knew if you were gonna like replay it for example you could probably get through it in like a dozen hours or so once you know yeah, how to find all you know the route yeah, for yeah. sure playing that on switch recently i yeah. know <laughs> but no you're right like back then uh, those games were built on replay value and like you just wanted to or maybe because like you know the Saving systems back then might not have been as generous as they were nowadays, they were right? Not. Uh, a lot of times you ran out of lives, you start all over again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, and the sleep mode didn't exist. So right, yeah, no sleep mode. That's yeah. a sad state of affairs, also. Uh, I tell you, there's, there's, no, there's no more panic I can remember than being in a car, playing my game, one a car ride. Realizing my battery's dying, realizing I had no more batteries in the car, being like, "Mom, we have to get home because I, I, I can't." This like either it, this game doesn't save, or I haven't saved in forever. Yeah. Like I'm gonna lose all my progress. And your mom would care. Your mom would go to the convenience store right now, exactly. and get those batteries for you. <laughs> yeah, good times. Um, yeah, that's um, I'll leave off there for now on the Game Boy. We'll talk about another system maybe next week or the week after. Cool beans. Yeah, I I know you didn't have a lot of memories to contribute this time, but uh, maybe when we get to later yeah, iterations. I have to ask my mommy. Maybe I do have memories that I've forgotten. Who knows? Well, which one would be the what, Game Boy Advance is the one you use the most, or what? Like which Game Boy was your? Are we not really big into it until like the DS came out, like handhelds? No, I probably played a lot of Color. Game Boy Color. I yeah. probably played a crap ton of Color. Not not so much Advance. I I like I had an Advance. Which is interesting now because like I know we have a bunch of Advance games like in the closet over there. Yeah. We got a whole bunch of bags and and. and 
curtains full of them. But like for me, it feels like Game Boy Advance was like pretty heavy on like RPGs. Yes, it was it felt definitely. Like, yeah. Well, you got anything you want to say before we wrap it up tonight? Anything looking forward to anything coming up on the weekend? Or just going to keep playing your Fall Guys and 13 Sentinels and Animal Crossing? <laughs> yes. Trials Club Cold Steel comes out next week. Which one is that again? And which iteration? Four. Four. Okay. Yeah. We own the first three. Oh, I know. <laughs> They're great. All right. Well, you're looking forward to what? What do you have like sort of pre-order for November already? You're getting Assassin's well, Creed. Well, getting... in order, I have Trez Cold Steel yeah. next week, and then I have Watch Dogs next week, and then there's um, Valhalla. Oh no, that's Valhalla after. There's Yakuza Like a Dragon, mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Cyberpunk. These are all PS4, right? For you, you're getting them all on PS4. What did I say? Third. Well, you I said so. you said um, well, third would have been Yakuza. I oh think. yeah, those are all PS4. Yeah, yeah. so definitely PS4 for you. Because yeah, Bravely Default Two is supposed to come out this year still, which I'm not holding my breath full. But that'd be the only Switch game I think I'm interested in the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And you'll play nothing because you're Tyler. silence I, I'm, 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 I'm contemplating here uh i i can't really refute what you're saying no, so i think um, i i'm so excited i'm wondering if i'm I wondering if i'm ever gonna sorry i don't want to cut you off go ahead no okay, like so. i oh yeah for sure i mean it's such a slow time i feel that i like so many games got pushed and i'm just not into the new consoles that it's like games are exciting i'm, I'm excited for these things coming i've been waiting for for yakuza forever i loved assassin's creed odyssey <laughs> I'm so excited for Valhalla and Cyberpunk. That studio cannot put anything bad out. So that should be amazing. Watch Dogs, I'm a little leery on. I'm not sure if I'm going to love that one. But Trails is always Trails. Amazingness. So it's a good time. Yeah. It's a good sign of, hopefully, a sign of things to come for next year. Maybe we can get back some kind of normality and more games can come out next year on time or. I'm going to buy all these cheaper games and not buy the PS5 version so that I can upgrade for free <laughs> later on. It's wonderful. Yeah, exactly. All Well, I think... Uh, I don't think you can hear that noise in the background or not. That's our dishwasher going off. Or not dishwasher. Washing machine. Yeah, <laughs> I always get the sounds mixed it. up. Oh, I did talk through it. You're right. <laughs> you missed the jingle. <laughs> our washing machine makes a, a, a nice little jingle sound with fun. And also, if I'm watching TV, it happens to show up on my TV because they're both LG. Thank you, LG. They're both LG models. So it'll say, your washing is done. Right in the top corner of my baseball game, so I can't <laughs> see my box score. That's great. But, um, Super helpful. Yeah. But uh, all right, well, we'll wrap it up tonight, and uh, we'll be back again same time next week. So thanks for listening, and stay safe out there. Bye. Bye.